Hello, you've reached the automated voice messaging system for What's New Player 2 Podcast. Please leave your name and number after the beep. Wow, I forgot how annoying our answering machine is. I know, we should probably get that thing fixed. And who's calling us? We don't have anyone that... I, I don't know. Do Maybe we... it's the number 22, because that's Did... the episode this podcast is. No. I mean, it could be. It's 23. No, it's 22. No, it's 23. It is not. Yeah. I'm fairly certain earlier you said we were doing 22 right now. No, I said we're doing 23. And then you said, wait, no, 22. No, I... Yeah. 23. Are you sure? I'm very sure, you, you not buster. Well, then shouldn't this have been your intro? Well, too late now. We have a good one. Well, I we think it's pretty good. I mean, I like it. All right, so, so you can just introduce the next two. That, oh, joy. Yay. But who's, who, where do we give our number out? We, do we I, even have a separate line for our podcast? I do it in exchange for drinks at the bar. I'm not going to lie. What bar? You don't drink. I do, I do when I need to. You drink water. No, I got, no, it's just, if I need to, I will. Uh, oftentimes I will, uh, go there and whenever someone starts hitting on me and buying me drinks, I will offer them the podcast number so I can ghost them uh, because I'm a horrible human being. So that's why we're getting... Susan! Okay, <laughs> you're just name-dropping them. Uh, that is a total joke. I actually don't know if I know anyone named Susan. I know one. It's my aunt. Huh. Um. Then this episode is dedicated to Anthony's aunt Susan. No, okay. Now you made it awkward. <laughs> uh, oh, now I've made it awkward. Yes, you have. Um, yeah. So this is episode twenty-three of What's New Player Two. Some might say when I bit the head off that rabbit that I made it awkward, but I guess this is what's awkward for you, huh? Yes. Your levels are your levels of making things awkward for me are very wild and varied. Yes. Thank you. The words are not coming to me. No, that's fine. So, um, let's get this let's get this topic out of the way quick. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. Get, oh, jeez. Well, well, might as well bur- might as well burn it now before we fucking. That's true. We, you know, we can. Little, uh, this is a pretty short one. Tangent off later. And even, no, we don't even need to do it later. Anyway. No, no, no. I meant like we, we can, can tangent, tangent off on other things. Yes. That aren't pertaining to this. So, uh, new banner trailer came out for brand new heroes for the. Um, summoning pool coming out as of this recording Friday the 19th and um, I mean oh wait should be coming out tomorrow never mind anyway huh. uh, that's weird anyway, I'm so used to them coming out on Fridays so it's focusing on more mystery of the emblem characters which Marth's games needed more rep because it's been a while and any other rep that's been from Marth's game have been alts Usually, have, have been Marth. No, and no, mainly been more alts for Tiki than Marth. That's true. And let alone we got a alt for Paula. Paula? Bunny Paula. Remember you got her? That's not eight though. What? You said we've got eight alt. You might have meant a. I oh I I guess I yeah I said a I meant a alt. I think I might have just heard you say eight. That's fine. I was so like, the only ones I know with eight alts are like Camilla and Lynn. I think Camilla still has one over her. I think Camilla's at like nine. 
not anyway. So um, they're adding four characters to the focus, but that technically adding a fit five. But we'll get to that. So they're adding Norn, who is a um, archer from that game. Um, her art looks really cute. Looks nice. Who already had the guard bow? Because her so technically, see, but this is the thing. She's the first one to actually come with guard bow automatically. The only character that has guard bow is Setsuna, but she comes with the assassin's bow, and you need to refine that to get the guard bow. Okay. So now this is gonna be our first character in the pool that has guard bow. I thought it was strange because I didn't remember anyone having it. And yes. Then it was like it's not a new skill. It's not a new skill, no, because assassin's bow was only a Setsuna bow but then they got that side refine where it becomes guard bow which just became better than assassin's bow so at least if you want to have a defensive um archer so she is getting that now as her base weapon which is okay i'm more than okay with that finally being added in as in like a base pool do you think any of them will have their weapons be inheritable yeah norn oh you think guard bow will be inheritable Garbo is inheritable. Is it? Yeah. So wow. if you regard, even if you don't have it, so, if you even if you have the assassin's bow plus and have it refined, you can still do it like that. Because I have Gordon um, with a with my with a guard bow plus. Oh okay. So you think anyone else? Um. When I'm thinking about it, um, Zeke won't. Not Zeke. Jesus Christ. Serious. Uh, who's also being added into the pool? Um, won't he's having his own specific lands? Yeah, it's not um, like named after him. Yeah, it's like a something like name. that. Um, you know, I think Norn's the only one that's getting an inheritable weapon. Okay. Everyone else has a preferred weapon. So they're just gonna do what they did with Dorcas and give a generic weapon the unique status, which is really dumb. Yeah, I know it's annoying, but what are you gonna do? So. Then they also added, or they're also adding another red dancer, which, okay, if I'm going to be honest, I know that's like the like norm uh, that dancers are in Fire Emblem up, up until like uh, Fates, really, because Fates was the first one, I think, that had a dancer that was, nope, that's a lie. Oh, wait, no, that's not a lie. Uh... Because every da most dancers in Fire Emblem, okay, yes, you know. So aside from Ninian and Nils, most Fire Emblem dancers were only sword units. So, I, I mean, know that's because that makes more sense. It does. Azura was the first one I believe that was not restricted restricted to uh, swords. She was lands, and then Echoes had no dancers, just like originally. And now three houses, you can fucking have the best dancer ever that they've ever made because they can use tomes tomes healing sword fucking I dance dance and also it's very unrestrictive with the weapons you can use yes so which is nice so uh fina who we nicknamed in our playthrough not anna because she looked like anna she was not anna but she wasn't anna uh, and people have made the joke that, so this is the closest, closest thing we'll get to an all for now, huh? Yeah, probably. And that's, yeah. So, but, 
Um, I'm kind of hoping maybe that she'll be the demotion. Either her or Norn. Because I can't imagine Zeke. God damn it, I did it again. I can't imagine uh, Sirius being demoted. Why do you keep calling him Zeke? Because um, in Echoes, his name's Zeke. Is he? Yeah, because he has amnesia. Oh. Then, then which game is he serious? New Mystery of the Emblem. New Mystery of the Emblem. Oh, Mystery of the Emblem. The one with Katarina. So he's Camus in... In Marth's game. And then he's New Mystery, New Mystery, he's serious. he's serious. And then in Echoes, he's Zeke. But if you go timeline-wise, it's Camus, Camus, Siri- uh, Zeke, and then Sirius. Oh, okay. Um, like, he has a pretty similar... Um, he's Batman. Yeah. But he has, like, a pretty similar, um, stat line, oh, not stat line, um... Skill? Uh, build to, like, Dimitri. And since Dimitri wasn't demoted, I don't think Z- Sirius would be either. I mean, even though I feel like he would be a good candidate, but I don't feel like, um, Norn. Norn could definitely be it, or Fina. But I just don't, I hate having another red dancer. That's fair. Because we I have mean... a lot of those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she definitely looks the most on un- a, un, uh, she looks, yeah, she looks like she'd be the one demoted, but she probably won't, but hey, if she does get demoted, that'll be four units in the, um, summoning pool that will have reposition. Cause we now have at least one for the main three colors and then colorless. That would be a nice added bonus. And then we get our armored dragon because you know, is she arm- oh, she is armored. Gotta have one of those, but we're so used to it by now where it's not even that, you know, funny. But I don't get how she's armored. Okay, you're saying this now? If no, I am from Heroes? I never understood how most of their armor, like... Most of the armored units are armored units. No, I yeah, don't Yeah, like, either. the only one that makes sense is Christmas Tharja, because she's thick. Yes. Ha 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 Funny. Anyway. You uh, laughed at it when I first said it. Yes, I did. But, I mean... Honestly, like she's like she has an annoying build, but like we're so used I'm so used to it by now, it's not even like scary. Shocking. Yeah. Plus the only good thing about Nagi is that she's a green unit. So fuck her. That's easier to kill because of um any dragon killer that's you know, Roy Roy or Marth, um There's definitely some more in there. Tiki, technically. Um, yeah. So, like, at least in that case, there's a few... There's a good amount of counters for green dragons. It's still blue dragons that are one of the worstest to go up against. Because you only have, like, still, like, three dragon killers that are green. And even then, they have enough to counter that with to where their dragons are still pretty annoying to fight up fight against. But... Um, she has this encounter, so that's nice. How, um, they're also adding Astrum as the, uh, bound hero battle. Not bound. Grand hero battle. So that's neat. He, oh, Astrum, I said. I think you said Astrum. I did? Okay. So I think that's nice that they're adding him in. Um, and the thing that I wanted to really talk about that this is new that they're doing, and I kind of hope this becomes their new thing. So... Similar to, like, something what Dragalia, Dragalia Lost does, uh, they'll have a new banner with new characters, and they'll have, like, you know, two to three be a five-star, but then one of them being a four-star. 
and even like I remember some earlier banners in that game. Um, there was even some three stars. So what they're doing is they're adding Bantu to the game, and he's gonna be in that banner, but not as a focus. He's gonna be a non-focused three to four star unit, and that is super, super awesome. And they really should start doing that now more, because that adds more characters to the pool without it being a strictly five stars and then you know having a one to four chance at most if for one of those focused units to be demoted so this gives us a guaranteed unit in a way kind of like a guaranteed not gonna be a bitch and a half to attain yes i mean he's red which i mean that's what i expected him to be but I'm glad that they're adding more characters and it's not an ult and it's something that I honestly am a fan of and I really do hope they do that more. I think it's a good choice. Whether or not, you know, do I have some ideas? Uh, honestly, I mean, I feel like the only characters I can see that I like to be like a three to four star, maybe Tormod. I can see Tormod being a uh, three to four star like that non-focus unit, but... Uh, that's besides the point. Anyway, I'm I'm good with that, and I hope we see more of it. Personally, any thoughts on that, or just you um, said what you said? Yeah, no, I, I no real thoughts on it besides the fact that I like Bantu, so it's cool that he's in the game. Bon Bon. She finally gets Bon Bon after fucking three years. I know she's wanted that chocolate forever. Yeah, she did. Good one. That's funny joke. That's because Bon Bons are chocolates. Bon Bon. Yeah, so... But yeah, other than that, no real... No, that's fair. I was just... I didn't know if you had, Other than like... the fact that the rapier thing is stupid. Yeah, because I doubt the rapier is going to be inheritable. Which, it, it's dumb, but at this point... Eh, could be worse. I guess. God forbid they have a dual... Um, effective weapon in, be inheritable. No. <gasps> uh... Well, if that's the end of the Fire Emblem. Yeah, I think that's all I have to talk about with Fire Emblem without it going too, too much, even though we even did that kind of now. Anyway. Some news for Anthem came out. Oh, wow. Um, so, currently, I'm not 100% sure about the legitimacy of this, but from what I saw, Anthem is currently uh, $15 on Amazon. And ten dollars on Walmart, and it is now at the point where I can, with a clear conscience, tell you, yeah, it might be actually worth that price. Thinking about it, yeah, you know, because Anthem gameplay-wise is pretty fun. Uh, but they added, they came out with information that Bioware has decided to change up the way the future development of Anthem is going to be. Originally, they had planned for, like, really updates to be released as part of, like, acts, I guess, like, bigger story DLCs, something like that, maybe. And now they've decided to update in, in like, a seasonal type, like, every season, new updates, new fixes, uh, and the dev team announced that, you know... Maybe something's wrong with Anthem, you know, like, maybe there's a issue with, like, the core of Anthem, which, I mean, in the past, they did state that 
yeah, no, we don't know how to use the Frostbite engine. EA kind of came to us and said, you're using Frostbite. And we said, but we're like 30% done with the game. And they said, no, 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 Frostbite. And so Anthem came out the fucking mess that it was. So they said that they're uh, definitely planning on making some fixes and that they uh, believe they're going to have to do like some long haul fixes because quick fixes aren't going to fix what's wrong with Anthem. So they said so far what they've done internal testing wise is coming along kind of nicely. And I mean, from what I've seen, like from playing the game, uh, yeah, it's, it's all right. Some of the guns are... Uh, pretty cool looking. Like, some of the newer guns are pretty cool looking. Uh, I love the new, uh, Tempest thing where you get, uh, major shards and minor shards. And you can trade minor shards for major shards. And you spend them to get javelin costumes. I ended up getting for all four of the javelins, so... It, it's pretty cool. They're, they're starting to, um, fix... Fix Anthem, yeah. Sounds honestly sounds similar to No Man's Sky, except in the way, except at least in that game's case, they lied about a lot of things. To where Anthem, I don't really think they lied about anything. It was just more Anthem. It was kind of like we have this. We want you to make Destiny with Iron Man suits. Okay. Go tell the people that we're gonna give them. A bunch of unique weapons and javelins and uh or javelin they they did essentially lie about how they're like there's gonna be a ton of things to customize your javelin and a bunch of different uh guns and whatnot and then upon la launch there was like one different javelin model yeah per javelin all the guns looked basically the same including the legendary ones sometimes there were uh weaker gun well not weaker lower rarity guns that were better than higher rarity guns yeah like there were issues there were definitely issues in fact during the uh beta which now that we can look back retrospectively yes that was actually close to the finished product a titan smacked me under the ground i was playing with one of our friends and I went flying towards the Titan, shield out, and it smacked me underneath the ground, and I was stuck under the ground. But it, it's good to see that they're, you know, trying to fix this hot mess of a game that's really, really fun to play. Mm -hmm. It's just... There's issues. It's not It's not a full-price game. Uh, like, 20 bucks is a bit much for it in its current state. But hey, so far it's... And you liked it, so that's all that matters in your case. Oh yeah, well I bought the whole, like, I think I bought the $80 version actually. Oh, you might have. I think I remember you saying something like that. Yeah, well I mean, it's worth it to me. Because uh -huh. I really enjoy the flying around as an Iron Man. I just, I like the different gameplay. Because you can, as, you, you have different styles of play. You have your basic bitch, I shoot stuff, I throw grenades, I shoot other grenades... Uh, you know, I'm just jack of all trades, got a good shield, good health bar. Then you have the, I don't shoot, I run up and I stab you. Bam. And what if you, I don't die, I stab you again. Okay, but what if you find something that won't die from you stabbing them? No, 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 no. I stab them and they die. Then you have, 
I want a big shield, I want a flamethrower, and I want a fucking railgun. And then you have, I want a magic. I, I just want magic. It, it, it actually it reminds me of, like, a little bit of, like, RPG, at, like, classic RPG. Because Ranger, even though it's named Ranger, it's more like the jack-of-all-trades fighter kind yes, of class. Yes, yes, I get what you're, yeah, I totally get what you're getting at. Colossus, like a barbarian. Yeah, yeah that was probably the one thing I really did kind of like, even though I still never beat either Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy III. Because they had very, because that was basically these random heroes with, um, you know, just not, their t uh, their class has their name. Well, no, you can make Final Fantasy One. I, I know was definitely more like this three kind of, but I played the three D. I not three DS. I played the DS remake, um, to where they you can make them specific classes, um, like I know. Well, actually, for most of the playthrough of Final Fantasy One that I did. I should eventually go back to it. It's it's a simple game, but it's not bad. Um, I just I think I was like I got lost a lot. That was my issue. Anyway, um, I made the party named all after us, and I made I made you a fighter. No, yes, I made you a fighter. I was the white mage. Um, I think I made our other friend the dark mage, and then I think I made our other one the monk. Which was like another fighter, hmm. so that yes, that exactly was it actually. Yeah, he was the fight. He was the monk. You were the fighter. Uh, he was the black mage, and I was the white mage. Huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the that always, but that was real. That was fun. Honestly, thinking back at it. You know what else was fun? Um, Metopia. Yeah, Metopia was fun. I stopped playing that for some reason. I mean, don't you lose your original party at a point? Yeah, but like. Oh, maybe that's why. Either way, it's still fun. It was still a fun game. I really should go back to that, honestly, but I'm playing Final Fantasy VIII still. I'm on the last part, technically, because they have that... Well, they don't have separate discs, but originally it had separate discs, and the game actually will tell you in your save file, like, oh, you're on disc one or disc, disc two. I'm on disc three now, which is the last disc, so... I'm getting very, very close to beating it, so I'm like, now I'm, now I'm just... In it? I'm in it. I'm in it to win it, plus I'm, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. I'm liking Squall even more. Probably is going to end up being, like, my still my favorite Final Fantasy character. Noel from uh, 13-2 is high up there. It's still, like, really high up there. Um, I have a lot of favorites, and I still like Cloud. Um, but... And Connectics. Yeah... Knack. What if fire... Knack 2, baby! <laughs> what if fire... Uh, yeah, no. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, thank you. Final Fantasy 15. Someone made a mod where they replace uh, Noctis with Knack, and Knack plays like how he does in Knack. I don't know if they'll... I don't, I don't think they'll be able to make him play like he did in Knack, but, but I feel like Final Fantasy 15's community is pretty meme Um, So I think... It couldn't happen, Nactus. or it could have happened already. I don't have the PC version. That shit takes a lot to run it. I mean, if they're anything like the uh, Skyrim community, they're remaking Oblivion in Skyrim. I don't know if they go that far, but... <laughs> no, no, no. It took. It's taken many a year for Skyrim modding to get yeah. this far. Plus, unfortunately, with Final Fantasy XV's 
fate was they saw they announced a whole bunch of DLC for the game after like they got like their extra DLCs out, which was focusing around uh, the other main characters, Prompto Ignis. Prompto. Prompto Ignis and um, Gladius. It's, it's Prompto. Gladio. The, the mole. Pronto the mole creature. Did I say Promptus? Promptus. Did I say Promptus? I think so. I meant Prompto. No, wait, you might have said Prompto. Okay. Oh, I'm like, shit. Gladio and Ignis. And I, I now, think... every time he keeps saying Ignis, I'm trying to say Ignatz. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a struggle. But, yeah, that game, that game was fun. I beat that. That was a fun Final Fantasy game. But, besides it took too long, some of the story bits weren't all in the main game. Did your car break down? That's, yeah, that's the beginning. Hmm. That's the actual beginning of the game. Your car the, breaks down. Can and the car break to... down? In game, it doesn't break down, but you can lose gas. And then what? You have to walk and get gas. Yep. That's fun. Um, yeah, I feel like that would be the Final Fantasy game for you to play. I don't because I, I feel like you would like it. It's action. It you know it's an action RPG. It's not you know actual RPGs. Um, it's more similar. Yeah, it's more similar to Nier in a way. But, like, take that with a grain of salt. I don't... I was about to say, you need to take a lot of the Final Fantasy out of Final Fantasy for me to like it. I Again, I feel like 15 would be probably the best one for you when it came, when it comes to that. Um, Noctis isn't incredibly edgy like I thought he was originally. He's kind of a dork. Oh, he look edgy. He looks edgy, but he's a and dork. he got daddy issues from the looks of it. Oh, he does have daddy issues. Some of his voice lines are great, especially in Dissidia, because they kind of re-recorded them, and so you can play them out of context, and it's just really funny, because he has one of them who's like, I get it, alright? I get it! And it's so great. <gasps> why quote, did he stand, Why was he standing there smiling as I left? <laughs> to quote Lyle McDouchebag, my dad left and I was immediately forced to become an adult. <laughs> in reference to uh, the Final Fantasy XV beta. Yes. Um... But, yeah, th- that, that was a fun game, though. Um, but, unfortunately, the whole other wave of DLC, focusing on other characters characters that didn't get enough screen time, was all canceled. Well, that but, stinks. Yeah, so, unfortunately, that was the fate of Final Fantasy XV. But, still, I still think it was a good game. Not great, but good. In the realm of 13's quality, honestly. So, yeah. And to go off of that, I have a question to pose to you. Um, I have two. Alrighty then. One, even though I feel like this kind of, it will go back to this. What game do you really, really enjoy, but isn't a good game that you wish was better? Sonic 06. Okay. M- most Sonic games. Okay. Elaborate? Or... Elaborate, if you want, or okay. if you could. So, Sonic In 06... what way, at least? Okay, so Sonic 06 is not a well-functioning game. Shit can break. Shit breaks all the time. Uh, the story is fucking retarded. Um, pardon my language. But, um... It's just, that's the that's the nicest way to put it. I was about to say, why the fuck are you trying to apologize for your vocabulary? I'm sorry, but that's just the nicest way to put it. The, the, 
you can there are segments of the game that i remember as a child being like why do people get mad at this people said we want sonic to go faster like people got didn't like sonic and the secret rings or black knight because sonic starts off going real slow and whatnot even though he does in all the other games it's just it's like harder to build up speed in those ones yeah well, actually i guess in the 3d ones he's not really momentum based well he is but less so um and i remember being like why do people get mad at uh, Secret Ring? They got mad at Secret Rings because he was slow. And now that uh, they've given Sonic these super fast segments, people got really mad because it was hard to control. And I remember being that kid who was like, of course it's super hard to control. He's going super fast. But then again, I was also able to beat the game like six times. Uh, I uh, A few of the arguments I remember thinking were really stupid because it was like, Oh, the story doesn't make sense. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. The, Sonic the Hedgehog has never made sense. No. Where they had him kissing the human girl. People were like, that's disgusting. It's like, yeah, but that was planned for the first game. This was like... It's true. It was named Sonic the Hedgehog because it was supposed to be like a soft reboot for the series. And they went back and said, hey, remember that human girlfriend we had for the first Sonic Let's the Hedgehog? Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. And people were like, why does it look like Final Fantasy? That I still don't know, but, um... I mean, yeah, as we say, like, those cutscenes and whatnot and, like, the actual character models, at least when it comes to the I, princess, look like Final Fantasy-esque. I like Sonic's design in that one. I thought he looked really good. Uh, Eggman was <laughs> a little scary, not gonna lie. I thought Eggman's robots were good designed. Sonic looked fine. Um, at least in the cutscenes. Well, some cutscenes. And I remember there were some parts of the game that, like, people were, like, having so much trouble with. And I remember as a kid that I didn't really have all that much trouble with. But then again, as a kid, you have more patience. Uh, kind of. It depends, honestly. Not every, not all kids have patience when it comes to some, like, difficult parts in video games and Well, the no, like. but I, I... It's like, um, when, uh... uh in some... So not Sonic games... One of the Mario games, I forget which one it was, I, going back and playing it a year or two ago, I was like, how the hell did Kid Me get past this? Because Kid Me was not patient at 64? all. 64? Maybe? I don't know. It was Sunshine. I don't, I don't actually remember which one it was. I think it was 64. Okay. Thinking about it, I think, uh, there was, you have to do the lava level. And knowing Kid Me, I would try and cross the lava yeah. by just taking the damage and moving along. And I was, like, surprised that younger me, because when I was a kid, I was very not patient with video games. Like, I, I flipped out at Jimmy Neutron Attack of the Twonkies. That's how uh, not patient with games I was. And I was like, there's no way in hell younger me would have been patient enough to roll this log across the fire... But I definitely remember doing it. So it's I don't know. It's just you have less options as a kid, so you're you just play it more. And uh, the the fight with Silver, yes, that yeah, broken. It's no it's use. No take use. This. Take this. How about this? How take about this? this? Take this. This will end it. Take it's this. It's no use. Uh, like yeah, that fight is infamously broken. But then it's cathartic when you play as him. <laughs> Oh, I can imagine. Oh, God. Playing as Silver specifically for that fight, I went back and did it three times. Watching the Game Grumps at that part, I'm like, oh, my God, that feels so good to watch. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember when I fought Silver, 
I would just run around in circles and then wait for him to try and shoot something at me and jump over and attack him. And I I like I like the fact that Sonic fucking dies. Like as a kid I've always liked how goofy Sonic games are. Even when they try to be serious, like people are like Sonic uh, Shadow the Hedgehog's bad because it's edgy. No, Shadow the Hedgehog is fantastic because it's goofy. Are you really going to tell me you take a three-foot hedgehog, three-foot black and red hedgehog wearing fucking... Big-ass he shoes. that ...carrying around a Glock? Uh, are you going to take that seriously? I'm not. To me, that's that's the level of silly that I love. That's bullshit crazy. It is. Sonic's always been about, like, one-upping the bullshit. And just having fun. Uh, that's one thing I won't... That, that's one thing I don't understand either. Because I do feel like some people take Sonic games, story-wise, too seriously. To the point to where that really does harsh the, um... I don't know. The opinion of, the, of said game. Because, like... You guys didn't care that much for Sonic story in the Genesis games. So why did you... Why... Uh, why is that really a big factor? I feel like for that game, you just want to have fun. But uh, again, this come from someone who doesn't play that much, that play that many Sonic games and still hasn't. Well, let's see. The original Genesis, there was not really much of a story to it to care about. Sonic Adventure, the story is so fucking out there. It's like you go you go from yeah, you're a blue really fast hedgehog who fights a man who's shaped like an egg. Oh, that's a little weird, but I mean, all right, it's and early video games. And then you're Gamma games. E20. And, now, and then it's like, now the blue hedgehog can talk, and the man who's shaped like an egg has a fleet of airships and is trying to resurrect an ancient water god. Huh. Now you have to play a Sonic. I don't like how people are like, oh man, uh, the only fun parts about Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 when you go are, fast as are Sonic. playing as Sonic. I don't think that's true. I have fun as Tails and Knuckles. Um, I never had a trouble with Big the Cat. I've never once had trouble with Big the Cat. Again, it's just probably, again, it's probably just, you know, everyone's set experience. And then don't forget, you probably have some people out there who just, you know, they hurt other people's experiences. So they're just kind of adopting that into their own opinion. But, you know, that's why. I mean, apparently the consensus is that yeah. the not Sonic parts of Sonic games are and that's not what, fun. And that's and what like, I hear I'm, everywhere. But and again. I'm like, I don't agree with that. Like, yeah, Big the Cat's tedious because you have to catch the fish. Probably. Like, I mean, they probably also are thinking about that in like a. Um... Did I get my finger stuck? Did you? Uh, no. Is your finger stuck? Ah, wow. All right. We're going to keep this in because this is pathetic. Uh, well, at least we didn't have to go get butter. <laughs> wow. You actually got your finger stuck. Okay. You okay? I'm fine. I'm just more in shock that it happened. I mean, yeah, because your finger slid in like... There's like a hole in this wooden thing that the mic's standing on. Uh, and and I just, I was playing with it while he was talking, and then I just got stuck. Yeah, for like a good minute. Anyway, um, but, I mean, probably people are saying that also, like, if they're comparing it to, you know, the, it's probably objectively the better, you well, know, the that, better part of the game. It is more fun to play as Sonic than so as you, you know, you that might... That is a fact. So that's probably also why they're saying it, because, you know, if you compare it to that... That's probably why they're saying it, and However, they might like 
for some people might like Knuckles' sections and or, you know, Big the Cats, but... Oh, no one likes Big the Cat. It's just, well, it's we not a problem. I, I, again, but that's probably why that is usually the general consensus. Well, the way I see it is not all the characters are that bad. Like, Sonic's is fine. Tails is basically Sonic, so his is fine. Knuckles, oh, yeah, you gotta... It's, like, it's fun because you get to a new experience of how each level yes. looks. Um, Amy, it's just, it's whatever. Amy is, it wasn't bad, it wasn't good. Big the Cat was just tedious. Gamma, Gamma's story is top-notch. Gamma, Gamma is my favorite story in Sonic Adventure. And I know the story doesn't normally matter, but, like, Gamma's story about how he is created is forced to fight his brother, blindly follows Eggman's orders, and then throughout the game discover like starts to get like this humanity from meeting amy and then realizing that he needs to free his siblings from their entombment and then ending with him and his uh last remaining brother bolt exploding at the end gamma had the best story in that game hands down but like to me the other characters even if they're not the best it's just like a means to getting to the super fun supersonic at the end of that and same with Adventure 2, and same with 06, mm -hmm. which is kind of like Adventure 3. Okay. Um. Also, uh, Black Knight had probably one of my favorite uh, twists with the fact that Sonic the Hedgehog donned golden, glowing golden armor and picked up his holy weapon in order to destroy the evil Demon Lord just so that he can ensure that the world... Uh, that he was teleported to would one day end. He says the line, I don't mind playing the villain every now and again. Sonic the Hedgehog is the villain of Sonic and the Black Knight, and that's really funny to me. Huh. Also, that went really off topic of uh, elaborating on 06. Yeah, it's whatever. Essentially, yeah. it's a fun, goofy Sonic game. Uh, the after-game stuff with those weird gem things is a lot of fun and also game-breaking. Uh, I just wish they fixed some of the glitches. A lot of the glitches. Most of the glitches, actually. I mean, honestly, I feel like at this point, it kind of gives the game sort of some more charm, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love flying on boxes of silver. So, um... So, if I had to pick one... Ugh, it's two of them. Honestly. Um... I think which one I want to go. I want to say more. Uh, you know what? If you're in the circle, you already know about Marvel, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. So I might. Nah, I'm gonna talk about it. Fuck it. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, maybe I'll talk about that or Dissidia Final Fantasy NT because that game totally, totally could have been more. But anyway, Marvel versus Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom is a big, big, big fighting game that, you know, people adored. The Marvel vs. Capcom 2 has been a huge game for so many people when it came out. And At that retro game store, they're selling it. I mean, yeah, it's a... Yeah. Um, it's a still... Um, God damn it, my words are not coming to me. Um, but it's been lauded as 
one of the best fighting games ever made. Uh, just because of how fun it is and the fact iconic it is as well with, you know, Marvel and Capcom, probably one of the two biggest companies, especially around that time, um, coming together and Marvel vs. Capcom 2 being the game that it is with uh, probably, I think that game had one of the biggest rosters in any fighting game at that time. Um, and it's still pretty impressively big. Uh, even at looking at it back now. And it has great music. How many characters did it have? Um, now I'm forgetting how much, but let's see. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Would you say that it's, um, if not for Smash, it would probably be one of the... Or it would yes. Prob- yeah? Yeah, would, I agree. Do you think it could have could have been the game with the largest roster if Smash didn't exist? Yes. Uh, it has 56 actual characters. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, yes. Similar to Smash, though, it has a, it has a good amount of, like, clonish characters. But, you know, the game was super fun. It was a 3v3 fighter, also, when you had to think about it. Um, so that's a lot to choose from. And a lot of characters back then, it was a lot of iconic characters. All of them were really, most of them were really fun to play as. That has my favorite incarnation of Jill Valentine from Resident Evil. I like how she plays in that. Um, and, you know, this is when both Marvel and Capcom thrown, threw in a lot of characters that weren't as popular or well-known uh, into that game as playable fighters. Um, then Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out uh, in, 20, in 2011, I believe, or 2012. And it was a good game, too. Um, definitely a less... It was a smaller roster compared to 2, but that's fine. The characters were still very unique and, um, you know, fun to play as. And the art style was really nice because it looked like a comic book. And, you know... It, oh, you can't go wrong with cel-shaded. When, when it's done right, Definitely. Uh, and then they released Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 later that year, <laughs> adding more characters and stages. And it was basically, uh, it was a, it was also a very good game, and even it pushed the aesthetic more. Um, what would you say is the definitive way to play it? Like to play three, Marvel? or like you're talking about like definitive way to play three or Marvel vs. Capcom. Just the whole series. What the whole you, series? Cause you unfortunately, because the thing is, I'm going to say this also, because as of right now, both Marvel vs. Capcom 1, which was re-released on the PSN and uh, Xbox Live Arcade as a pack called Marvel or- Origins, but unfortunately, both that and Marvel vs. Capcom 2 have been delisted on every digital store to where you cannot buy it or play it any. You cannot buy it anymore. Uh, I'm lucky enough to at least have Marvel vs. Capcom 2 still downloaded on my 360 to where I can play it. But unfortunately, I never got Marvel vs. Capcom Origins. So I can never, as of right now, go back and play the original um, Marvel vs. Capcom, which irks me. I might be able to see if they have it at the uh, yeah. store. Yeah, but I, I know they. I believe there are some ports for the PS2, but those are really good ports. That's why. Plus, with those games, you can play online. So, anyway, uh, if I had to choose, 
I really like Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, but t I might say 2, because 2 had a huge roster, really fun as hell, it's quick, I mean, like, 3 is quick too, but, like, 2 is super quick, uh, so much shit going on, and has a little bit more variety in characters to where, like, um, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 does too, but, like, when this, you know, when you play certain characters like Virgil, who not didn't ruin the game, but definitely put a dampen on it. Was he really broken? He was really broken. In two uh, or three? Three. He wasn't in two. Two was it made in 1999. Oh, uh, 2000. Excuse me. Was there an Devil May Cry? Devil May Cry wasn't made till 2001. Was there an obscenely broken character in two? A lot of them were, but like it was more in a fun way to where it wasn't as frustrating. And also, I guess if especially in a high level, um, like yeah, like you'll see, like Doctor Doom was like one of the main picks, but like there was still enough variety that people played as other characters. And Dark Phoenix also ruined the or Phoenix ruined the game, like straight up ruined the game. Really? She can get um uh, when she dies once she can come back. Immediately with full health and be super overpowered. That's really annoying. Yeah, so that pissed off a lot of people. But like, so did they take that ability out? Nope. They just took the character out. Nope. Then wait. That's in three, and oh. then ultimate. Oh, okay, they kept that. Uh, but otherwise, those three games were really good. Then infinite comes out. So like at first, um, you know, like didn't the infinity stones they send with it like painted plastic they yeah they were garbage so that's one thing um you know the first thing that like we found out was that infinity stones were coming back um it's back to 2v2 because originally marvel marvel versus capcom 1 was 2v2 and then 2 brought it to 3 characters per team and then it was 3 up until the newest one yes and uh they were bringing x into the uh game finally as a playable character and so that was cool. And also Captain Marvel. And then trailers started coming out for the game. It was fucking ugly as shit. It's totally had a fucked up baby face. Um, and regardless, like, and the whole thing, especially when the game came out, it really wasn't much better. The, the aesthetics of the game were just garbage looking. Just so bad. Story mode was stupid. It was so shoe shoehorned in and felt like that got almost more focused than the aesthetics of the game unfortunately and the character roster was pitiful there was there's more there are more marvel characters in that game than capcom to where every other game had an even amount so that's that's one thing that sucked about it, it should have had more characters especially since how uh, it's not even like it was Smash where they had to get the rights from. Exactly, most of the characters they could have still gotten. Especially now, how especially sucks now looking back at the game because now since they made Marvel Ultimate Alliance three and they have Wolver they have all the X Men in the game, and they're even adding Fantastic Four as DLC, and they shoved Wolverine right in front of the fucking cover of that game. Makes you wish because Wolverine, there's no X Men, no X Men. Really? Wolverine's not even in? No X-Men. That's so weird. None of the other iconic characters in the game. It is mainly made up of the MCU characters. So it's Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, 
Black Widow. She was DLC. And a lot and the worst part is with most of the roster as well, since they just reused a lot of the characters, they just reused all of them. But they didn't bring back all of them from the original from three. That is weird. They except they kept really random choices like Firebrand from Ghost and Goblins. That hasn't had a new game in God knows how long. Didn't they keep Arthur? They kept Arthur, but like at least Arthur makes sense because he's the main character, so fine. Spencer, fuck you, does not need to be in that game. Spencer had two game, like two games. No one cared about his reboot, which is the design that they used, and I think what he shouldn't be in the game. From? Bionic Commando. Oh, fucking I didn't even know that was a game. Exactly, that's what I mean. He's on. Fuck him. He's stupid. I I hate that he's in the game. Frank West. <sighs> I, Dead Rising was fun, but it didn't need to be in the game. He covered wars, you know. Yes, I know. Ah, oh, funny. Uh, they took out every Devil May Cry character except for Dante, which I know, yeah, Virgil was broken, but you only kept Dante, and he looks like garbage, yet when you added the DLC costume, they made it the DMC Dante that no one liked and made him look better than the original. That's annoying. That anyway, annoying. I'm going way off topic. Which one was the one that had the intro animation where Dante and Deadpool started shooting bullets at Three. Each other? Three? I like that intro animation. It's super good. Um, anyway, I'm getting off topic. So, the problem with that game is it's aesthetically really disgusting. And the roster is really Beautiful. shitty. It's, oh, it's awful. Like, I have my... Like, the new characters that they added in that were brand, brand new, like Jetta, Black Widow, super fun. I fucking love them. But that doesn't make up that it's a shit roster, and... Monster Hunter is fun. Yes. The only thing... The thing is, also, the game is also underrated, but also, I get it because the game is not... Those other things I talked about, but the gameplay is so much fucking fun. It is the best Marvel vs. Capcom game when it comes to mechanics game and game feel. Um, especially when you start to like, really learn like how the game works. It is super fun. Our friend, uh, our friend and I, we played it two days ago. We haven't played it in like a month, and we, I, I had a hankering to play it. I'm like, you want to play with me? He's like, sure. We played twenty matches that night. Oh wow! So it irks me that that game had such a shit development, and how the and made the game the way it look, and just everything about it. But the game is so much fun, and even now I want to go back to it and play it more. And I hope they make a fourth one and fix what they did. But keep the gameplay. That was a longer tangent than I meant to for that. Anyway. I mean, it's not even closer along the Sonic tangent. No, but mine was more of like an anger tangent. Yours more just like a different. Anyway. um, So, yeah, that game, got, that game is criminally fucked up in so many ways. Um, Do you have any games that you don't like that everyone says is like that's wildly good uh, considered really really good and you and i just didn't like yeah oh 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 that is a that is a good ass question you go first because now i gotta think of one well i the biggest one for me is definitely shadow of the colossus because a lot of people really like Shadow of the Colossus, and it's like a really popular game. And I played it. I got up to I don't know if it's the second or the third Colossus, whichever one's the tall, like the one that has that really long sword thing. 
I got up to it, and... I think it's the third one. I started to fight it, and I was like, I just don't want to do this. I'm bored. I mean, yeah, I can definitely see with a game like that, you would get bored of it, because that game is mainly just, you know, find where that Colossus is, get to him, fight, start to fight him, rinse and repeat. That's... It was, you know... It that's was... a very... It's a very popular game, but... It's not for everyone. It's not. It was it was boring. And yeah, cuz there's not that there's no I don't think there's any music playing when you're searching for the colossus. I think there's only music when you start finding the colossus. Is it Which... I think so. Hmm. But you always go back to the same spot in the game, then I got to go back, get Agro, um and then find where that next colossus is and then get to that one and who knows how long it'll take just to get to that next colossus. And then it's a con it's a constant, you know, process. Plus have there's no spoken dialogue, there's not that much interaction aside from some text in the story. So yeah, no, I could totally see how it's not Actually, that I don't, I don't think Shadow of Colossus is the biggest one, but it's one of the big ones. No, but like no, but like for you, I can that's what I mean. Like, I get it. Um shit. There's definitely a game that, that people really like that I just wasn't a fan of. Well, I mean, for both of us, I know there's Banjo-Kazooie. Honestly, that might be the one. Like, I had fond memories of, like, my cousin playing it. And, like, I never owned it as a kid. So that's probably another reason why. But, like, honestly, yeah, I think I might go Banjo-Kazooie. Because it's not that I hated it. I just couldn't get into it. Oh, I just don't care for it. Maybe if I go back to it now and try it maybe i'll be more into it but like no I, I i don't have the connection to that game as everyone else did um i have more of a connection to perfect dark than i do that game i had i had that issue i have that issue like like you have that issue with um banjo kazooie the sonic games and whatnot i have that issue with i think most nintendo games because, like, outside of Pokemon, and not even all of them, like, but, so Stadium... You, but you played Pokemon. But you yeah. play Pokemon more consistently than other Nintendo products. Pokemon's IPs. the only one I even somewhat... And I didn't play Gen 2, Gen 3, or Gen 4. Uh, and that's when I... That's, that's how long I played it for. I don't even... Like, other than Stadium, I don't even remember how much of Gen 1 I played. I don't even think I played all that much of that. Uh, Mario... I don't play all the titles. Uh, like Odyssey, I it's it's fantastic to me, but like sixty four, I'm not a huge fan of Sunshine. I I've I don't even think I've beaten Sunshine. Oh, I'll be honest. I mean, I like Sunshine, but like I know our friend talks about it a lot, and I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, it was fine, but nothing to where I think it was great. It's just now that's again. We're now the generation that wants now remasters or ports of GameCube still. Well, I mean, I don't blame them. I wanted too, but like, I mean, it definitely brought something new to the table when it came to Mario. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah, no, I'll be honest. I know, I know, sixty four definitely not everyone likes nowadays. But besides that, yeah, it probably also is because I have some fond memories of that game. I I still enjoy that game. I loved Odyssey, but yeah, I didn't play most of the Mario games. I didn't play. I didn't play Gal. No, I played Galaxy Two. Didn't finish it. Same with Galaxy One. Uh, let's see. 
we we all together played 3D World. I fucking love love 3D World. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect game, but it was fun as fuck. I loved it. Oh my fucking god. I think I played New Soup. Um, I I played a bit of New Soups, but I fucking I didn't play any of the ones after Wii. Um, I didn't even think I finished the one on. Wii. I didn't even finish the one on Wii, but I owned it. Um, I own it, I should say. Uh, I never played Mario World originally. I still haven't really played Mario World. Um, I don't care for Double Dash. There, I've said it. That's fair. I mean, honestly, Mario Kart 8 is still probably the best Mario Kart game. I like Wii a little bit more just because you can do wheelies on the bikes. That's fair. That's yeah, you can do them more easily. Um, I don't even think you can do wee, uh, wheelies maybe on Maybe not. Um... I mean, oh, I can I can say that I don't, I like Ocarina of Time. Still, not, it's not my favorite. I don't care it's, for Ocarina. So that's another game that we can throw under there. Um, I don't like uh, Skyward Sword or Twilight Princess. I like to see Twilight Princess. I love. Um, I didn't like it. It's in my top three. Um, it's too dark and gritty for me. That's fair. I mean, I wasn't that ki- I wasn't really that kid that was like, oh, I want a dark and gritty Zelda game. That's just the one I happen to enjoy a lot. It wasn't. It wasn't due to it being dark. It was just. Oh, I like this. This is fun. I like this. I am enjoying this thoroughly. Um, I, I liked, but I didn't beat Four Sword Adventure, the one on the GameCube. Oh, me neither. Don't worry. Um, but I liked it. I, I liked. Well, the games I didn't care for. Uh, Jack and Daxter games. I oh, yeah, Um, Crash Bandicoot after nope. the first one. No, Spyro. I have, I remember, I have fond memories playing Spyro, but... I like Spyro specifically because it was that game that my mom was really into, and it was just, it was so nice getting to see her be into a video, something A I video game. Into. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's why I like Soul Calibur. Yeah. Even though my dad hasn't played with me in years, but still, I have fond memories with that franchise to where, besides it's still my favorite fighting game franchise of all time, it's, no. It's uh, certain characters of my affinity to. I play Maxi because that's what my dad played as. And Raphael, but I don't play Raphael. But that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> my dad said he stopped playing video games with me because one time we played together and he, without even. He, by accident, like, not even knowing what he was doing, kicked my ass and I said, Alright, we're not playing anymore because I was a real, real little kid. No, of course. No, that's <laughs> cute and sad at the same time. It was kind of funny when I heard about oh, it. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. I just. Yeah, there's a there's a lot more games I'm thinking of that I really didn't care for. I yeah, most of the PlayStation Two uh, exclusives I just didn't care about. Uh, the only ones I really even like God of War. I played the third one. I don't care. I played the first one a oh, little bit. That was my arm. Yeah, arm cracked pretty loudly. Actually. It hurt. Um, I know a game that everyone fucking loves, and I just didn't care for it. What? The Last of Us. Everyone loves that game. A lot of people love that game. I never even gave it the time of day. I didn't, did not, I didn't give it the time of day either, but I don't care. I, like, I don't care to play it or buy it. I just don't. I, I actually, yeah, besides Banjo-Kazooie, probably that Last of Us really is the game that I just don't care for that everyone else likes. Uh, I don't care for the story. I, 
you know, it has gameplay, but you know what? I had that my feel of that kind of gameplay with Uncharted. I was going to say, it looked like the Uncharted for people who didn't want to play video games. It looks like it, you just want to watch a movie. And that's the thing I also, I never also fully love with PlayStation's new exclusives. They're all very more movie-centric than actual gameplay. But it's not like Last of Us doesn't have gameplay. It does, because it has very... It's basically Uncharted. But I just... Not I, I just don't care for it. I don't care. You know what game I don't care for, and I think I don't care for because I don't like... Uh, God of War for the PS4. A lot of people really, really yeah, like it. Yeah, a lot of people I like it. And that's, uh, But that game is more just I have no interest in it. It's not instead of I don't like it. Well, see, I, I want to like it. I do. Because I've watched a lot of like videos on God of War and Kratos as a character. Yes. Because Kratos as a character is interesting to me. And then when God of War 4 came out and everyone was like, man, Kratos has never been like this. He's never been this deep and whatnot. That kind of annoyed me because Kratos has always been like a really deep character. You just have to look past the gameplay, like the story. He is white because he's covered in the ash of his dead family. Like he's not, he's covered in the sins of his past. He... He's a deep and rich character. Just because they quieted him down and gave him an axe doesn't make him... And also, you know, made the game more a cinematic story than... Yeah, about a... A Devil May Cry hack and slash. Yeah, about a boy and his dad. Like, Kratos has always been a guy who cares about his kid. At the very least, his kid. Like, he had to make... In one of the games, I forget which one it was, he has to make the decision between keeping his daughter, the girl... uh, Like, his love his life and saving the world and so he has to is that three i think it's three i could be wrong could be three or or maybe even ascension but like that's a deep character moment and i feel like you're doing a disservice to the character by saying this is the first time he's been like this yeah but unfortunately honestly i feel like that's how it goes at this point i see i think the problem is that people looked at original god of war and said he is a shirtless, buff dude who goes around swinging swords and fucking people, uh, fucking women in a minigame on the boat. And then they look at the new one where he's like a, a less loud, more fatherly, like, toned down. And they like, oh, that's progression because he's no longer your stereotypical uh, rough, gruff male action hero. And now he has character depth. Uh, like... A lot of the, and I'm not going to get any further into this debate than fucking toe deep, but a lot of articles I've seen were like, they removed the toxic masculinity from Kratos, and I've always said, that's fucking bullshit. Kratos was that way because of the situation he was in, and he's always been a deep and rich character. Yeah, but you know people will just do that a fucking ruffle some jimmies and get some more clicks on their articles because you know that's now a hot topic so it's just fortunately that's how people are gonna interpret it now anyway um to end this off on a nicer note what a beautiful fucking day nothing beats this shit look at that fucking flower shit shit it's gonna be alive that is that is an excellent poem. Uh, just quick happy note. 
Bastion has a Lego skin, and every single time he moves and every single animation he does, there's Lego noises. I forgot about- does it really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I totally forgot about that. That was a topic that we totally were going to talk about. But... Yeah. Lego Bastion, it's a thing. It, it, it came- uh, it kind of got us back into the game for a bit. It and was fun. There's also a Lego Mercy spray and a Lego Ferris. Spray. Yeah, I got those already. Yeah, I like it. Um, but They're cute. Make sure also, everyone, give Flane a fish. Y'all motherfuckers better be doing that. Professor. Professor! Hello there, Professor! Please, I want some fish. Professor. Give me some fish, Professor! Professor, it's come to my attention that the kids every weekend have been going out and slapping flame with fish. I'd like you to speak with them about this. Professor, Edelgard has put TNT into Flane's Minecraft house. Please put a stop to her and talk her out of this for all of our mistakes. <laughs> Still one of the best things coming came out of that. Oh yeah, that was a great meme. Anyway, remember, feed your fishes, eat your kids, guys. We love you.